0: Welcome to Coffee U, the only podcast that provides weekly updates and expertise from farm to cup. We practice what we preach and we live what we teach. Let's start elevating your coffee knowledge with your instructors, me, Nathan Parvin, and Brad Haynes, proud president and vice president of Baba Java Coffee. Class is officially in session. Hello, coffee lovers, and welcome to Coffee U. Here we are at the studio again today. I'm Nathan Parvin, your host, and today we have two specialty guests. Not only are they specialty guests, we ha- they are specialty Q graders. That's right. Baba Java Coffee's two most recent Q graders, Joshua Parvin, who most recently, just a week or two ago, became a Q- an official Q grader, and Reuben Parsons, who last May became an official Q grader. Welcome, guys.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah.
0: Congratulations, thank
2: you so much,
3: Josh, especially.
2: Yeah, I'm a rookie. I congratulated
3: Ruben already, but
2: yeah, Ruben. Well, congratulations to Ruben because he was the tra- he was my trainer. I wouldn't re- right. I truly would not have been able to do it without his training and leading and, and all of that. So that was that was really good.
0: And as always, we have our vice president of operations of Baba Java Coffee, Brad Haynes. Welcome, Welcome Brad. Brad again, glad as always, Woo! glad to be here. Glad to be here. So, so Joshua, tell us about what, what is a Q grader? What does that mean?
2: Yeah, so. If anyone knows what a sommelier is for wine, I've used that comparison a lot. And there have also been a lot of people who have no idea what a sommelier is. (laughs) Basically, it's just someone who has gone through a class and is allowed to tell you what a fine wine is and stuff. And they're, they're, revered in the wine culture and stuff. That's kind of what Q graders are for coffee. We, are, we have gone through class and training and have been in the coffee industry for long enough to where our sensory skills are developed in order to officially and certifiably able to grade
3: coffee. And what does the letter Q stand for? Quality. Quality. Nice. Yeah. So you're not so you're a, a quality grader. Right. I thought maybe you were a James Bond- Oh, retaliated. yes. Like you have lots of gadgets that you're making yeah, for us. Right. <laughs>
0: that
3: would be really yes. Cool, that would we'll be a
2: cue of our own. I like that. Well, I mean, I guess we are cues, but you know, but you're a great Brad. Okay. The one, one with the gadgets. He yeah, Brad oh, is the tech Brad guy. Brad is the He's
0: bond cue. <laughs> yeah. So
3: you you will be the I'll invent something fun.
0: So you can be a cue, Bradley Cue right. Haynes. <laughs> All right, we'll do, do that. There we go. Well, tell us about cue grading. What so what happened? In your class? How did you get certified? All those things.
2: So there are 19 different tests that you have to pass. Um, Most of them you can retake during the week and you only have like a maximum of two or three retakes for those particular tests. Um, But they are a combination of sensory skills, mostly testing your sensory skills of different degrees. And there's a couple of... There's one general knowledge test, and then there's two there's one green grading test and one roast grading test.
0: So, when you say testing your sensory skills, tell, tell us what that means. I don't, I, I mean, I have an idea, but tell the rest of us what, what that means.
2: Yeah. So, the sensory skills we're trying to test are our abilities to taste the underlying notes and stuff. So, just our, how well we can differentiate taste and stuff in all the different ones, which also goes hand in hand with smell. Um, aroma and fragrance, being able to smell different aromas and fragrances. And, and that, I, like, a lot of people don't know this, but you would not be able to taste if you were not able to smell. I what is
1: the difference
0: that. between an aroma and, the, and, a smell, <laughs> and a fragrance? Ruben, you can take that.
1: Yeah, well, so aroma is if something is wet, and fragrance is if something is dry. So when we're evaluating coffee, um, we're going to smell the dry just grounds, that would be getting the fragrance of the coffee. And then when you add water to the ground coffee, you get its wet aroma. So that's the really only real difference between those two. Oh, interesting.
0: I I didn't know that.
2: And when you're tasting coffees, in order to be able to taste them, you have to use your olfactory, which is a bunch of little sensors, um, nerves and receptors in your nose. Mm -hmm. And you taste by smelling also. So when you're swallowing things, that's an ortho... um, like ortho tasting. It's like going through your, your um, throat and your particles and stuff are going back up to your nose to the olfactory and you're able to um,
0: receive those as tastes. So yeah, that's what tasting is. <laughs> so, so not that y'all asked. Tell us about the training. What what did that entail? Walk us through your week.
2: Right. So the first three days were um, solely just training. There weren't any tests the first three days. We went through. So um, I showed up uh, and I was really nervous. I didn't know anyone, but I was like, I like to be friendly and just get to know people and stuff. So I was trying to introduce myself to everyone. And they sat us in. We had like a break room where we were allowed to hang out, and they would give us our lectures. So. We had a lot of lectures throughout the week, which would give us an idea of what the sensory skills we're supposed to be trying to develop and how to go about them. And then we would go and have like a sensory training of some sort. So the, um, the first day we actually had a lecture, got to introduction, and then we jumped right into a cupping. So he actually, he kind of gave us a general idea of how to use it, but we just were thrown into
0: the deep end essentially. So what does a cupping mean? What do you do in a cupping?
1: Yeah, so cupping is just a way of tasting and evaluating coffee. It really is. Was introduced by the um, SCA and the CQI. Um, what are what is SEA and CQI? The Specialty Coffee Association and Coffee Coffee Quality Institute. Okay, um, and it's so a it's a universal way for you to be able to taste coffee because um, it's objective, objectively right. So everybody should be able to brew the coffee on the same parameters. Um, through the cupping method. And so that way you should be able to get the same flavors um, no matter where you're brewing it or what time you're brewing it, things like that.
2: Right. And the idea is that you would be able to have an objective standard to have all coffee, because coffee can be slightly subjective just on preferences and stuff. But the idea is to be able to grade it on an objective standard. Right.
1: That's the main sort of purpose of the Q Grader program, is and one of the first things that they at least told me when I did my Q grading was that it's trying to prove that you have to and you can grade coffee on an objective scale. There is obviously subjectivity in what you like in coffee, but for you to be able to say if something is objectively good or bad, you need to be able to grade it on that scale because that's going to determine how much farmers can get get money-wise for it, things like that.
3: How does that correlate to a coffee score? So like for a Q grader, If I say a a coffee scored an 83, what does that mean? How do you get
2: to that 83? Yeah, right. Kind of explain that. So there's a lot of different factors that Q graders during a cupping are evaluating. Mm -hmm. So the first one is fragrance and aroma, and we're going to smell it. uh, a couple times for fragrance and get the dry smell and say, Hey, this tastes like this, is this tastes like this, this tastes like that. Um, it could be fruity. It could be, um, it could be sugar browning. So like caramel or chocolate or whatnot. Um, and then we're going to smell it with it when it's wet and get similar things. And then when, after it, you do the initial cupping, you scrape the top of it and it's time to taste, start tasting it. And so there's several other factors you're going after. The first two are uh flavor, and aftertaste. So general flavor and aftertaste change a lot during the cupping as well. So you Mm. you have to be prepared to um, adjust as it cools. And the other two, and and then you go have acidity, body, balance. Um, You're going for clean cup scores. So if there are any defects in any of the cups, and then overall is the last score.
3: And aftertaste.
1: And aftertaste. So then you're
3: just adding all that up to give you... One score, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, so you give a score for each section, um, usually between 6 and 10. Anything above an 8 is going to be specialty grade. Um, You'll tally up those scores. If the coffee has any defects, it will lose points. It'll lose scores, which can really take a coffee that might score above an 80, Mm -hmm. above specialty grade, down into the 70s. So um, those defects really need to look out for them because they really can impact the coffee a lot.
3: So those are defects at the green level? Yes. Right. Yeah. So explain, like, what would,
1: what would a defect be? So, um, I mean, the two main ones, it's mold and mm. then um, fermentation or over-fermentation. Yeah. I mean, every coffee goes through a stage of fermentation. Um, right. But those are the two ones you really taste for. There's also uh, phenol. phenol, which yeah. is a sort of chemical-based one. And a lot of those have to do with… Storage or farming practices. Right, that's wow. how you're going to get okay.
0: those. What if you found an animal skeleton in the coffee, Ooh. in the green coffee? Well,
3: would that definitely negatively
0: impact the score. I think
3: that, that greatly impacts the score. That would
2: greatly impact the score. <laughs> it would probably impact the flavor, and honestly, it might potentially give the green a phenolic. I would assume uh, so. A Phenolic uh, taste to it, so it could identify as a phenolic defect. Wow.
0: The, the reason I say that is because I'm a. i am had a patient one time. And the patient didn't know I owned a coffee company or was starting a coffee company at the time. And he I asked what he did, and I always ask that with my patients. And he said that he was a roaster at a at a pretty big uh roaster here in, in, in our East, area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh he said that um I don't I don't know why he told me this, because <laughs> I would I'll never buy that coffee ever again. No. <laughs> but he told me that the weirdest thing they found was a dog skeleton in their the green, green coffee one time. An entire dog skeleton, an right? entire oh intact gosh. dog skeleton. So, so. Hopefully I thought they would the, roast that. I hope not. I, I'm sure. Oof, I, I hope not. We've <laughs> but no never matter found, what, I'll never, I'll never. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'll never, I'm not going to share that with you guys, but but uh, y'all know who it is, and I, I don't think y'all would drink it, and I'm never going to drink it again. No. We've never found anything like that. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And we would. We're yeah, only we would, buying
3: specialty. Would, grading.
0: <laughs> no, no. Absolutely not. We better. If we ever find something like that, there's going to be a lot. Yeah, Going off of <laughs> that... Anyway, we're talking about great stuff. I'm so
2: sorry I shared that. Really <laughs> no, it's okay. it with you. a funny story, though. It is a funny story, and it's a good segue because part of the, the process of Q-grading was green grading, and some um, there are d- different defects and stuff that will bring it down from specialty to non-specialty commercial grade, and those are category one defects. Some of them are foreign objects in the coffee. So yeah. if there are things like sticks, rocks... Dog skeletons, um, bullets, things, bullets, foreign objects that are in yeah. the green coffee. it unfortunately automatically brings it down yeah. from specialty to non-specialty that coffee. makes sense.
3: what's crazy? It could even be a great tasting coffee, right, but if right. it has foreign objects or you know a lot of defects, it can reduce the 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 quality, right? right,
2: that's right, yeah. And the point of trying to do all of these things is so that we are able to cup the coffees well and then score the coffees so that farmers know what they are able to do but then if we can identify some of the things and practices that they're doing we can maybe help them adjust them a little bit and say hey um if there's foreign objects you need to adjust your your processing um your processing methods and stuff so that these rocks and sticks aren't getting in cuz this is a good coffee but this is bringing it down a lot significantly so
0: mm-hmm. all right Josh so you had a few days of training you it, it culminated with cuppings, then
2: what? Then we started the really intense two, two and a half days of testing. As I said at the beginning, there are 19 different tests and they're all mostly sensory skills testing. So um, we are fir- my very first test, I, I remember it was olfactory tests and that is um, trying to identify different smells in different categories. Um, thankfully, I passed that one on my first try um, and then our, the second big day, um, we had a lot of tests. We'd add cuppings and stuff and and we all passed the first test on our first day, which was the sensory skills, which is um, testing various amounts of salty, sweet and savory. It, it was really interesting because you had to mm. label the intensities of salt and sweet and savory in the first part of the test. and then in, in the second part of the test, there were mixtures, and you essentially had to remember the how the Intensities were interesting and identify what modality, whether it was salty, sweet, and the intensities of both, which was hard. Wow,
3: that sounds difficult. It so, salt and savory were two different categories.
2: I'm sorry, salty,
1: sweet, sour. and sour, not uh, savory. Okay. My that apologies. So, rib, is that how, how yours was also? Mm, yeah, mine was the same. Um, that test was gnarly. That, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody walked out of that test from my group, at least, that was confident. Um, I also passed that first time, thankfully, but I did not feel good about it leaving. So I'm glad I didn't have to do yeah, a retake I mean, on it.
2: It was hard. It is
1: hard just to identify identifying if it's, you know, a mixture of sweet and salty or sweet and sour or sour and salty is hard enough. And then you wow. have to right. get the intensity right. It's not just it's sweet and sour, it's sweet two and it's sour one. Right. Wow. And so it's it, intense. It, and it's tough. Yes.
2: They all factor into what we perceive. So like salty will affect our perception yeah. of sour uh, um, and sour, our perception of sweet. So it's very difficult sometimes to identify the wow. modalities knowing
1: that. And those ones are mixed in water. Most th- right. of the other tests are coffee. coffee. That's apart from the acids. Oh no, the acids is not coffee. The acids is not coffee, okay. yeah. But yeah, that's the only one where those, um, yeah, they mix salt or um, lemon juice or sugar into water and those, that's what you have to uh, okay. to, to, to take the test rather than coffee. Were yeah.
0: there any other interesting uh, tests that you had to take?
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, so the main, so the core of the, the Q grading program and testing were the four different cuppings that we had to do. So there's an Africa, a washed, a natural, a washed mild, a natural, and an Asia cupping. And those are kind of how they grouped them. They're generally grouped those were, those were really stressful. Cause yeah. I, I mean, it's all about being calibrated and that's the main thing. I wasn't super stressed about the calibration part because we had practiced enough to where we were doing it, but I was really worried about identifying defects, which was kind of hard. Um, specifically the fermentation defect, which was really hard for me just because sometimes fermentation can be perceived as, smor- as sweeter and mm-hmm. pl- bring out some pleasant flavors but it's a defect and it isn't something that always balances well and mixes well with some coffees. And you have to be able to um, say, even if this is a lot sweeter, it doesn't necessarily work with the coffee and it it grades it lesser. So Mm -hmm. those are harder. We also had something, a test called triangles, which um, went in conjunction with all the cupping. So you had four of those um, in Asia, Africa naturals and washed milds as well. And those were identifying different coffees out of a set of three. So you had two that were the same and one that was different, and you just had to identify which one was different. That one was probably my strongest test. I was pretty good at the triangles. And then the hardest one for all of us, there were only two of us that passed it the first time, was the matching pairs test. Those were the acids, that's the acids, organic acids theory. That one was really difficult because you have to be able to identify what different acids are in the coffee. Oh, wow. It's, it's,
1: it's weird yeah the the matching pairs the acids test is and they they have you do it at the end of the day because it just fries your palate right because right? oh, you're really you're subjecting your palate to all these different acids it's a citric um a uh what is it phosphoric malic malic and acetic. yeah um wow. so will that really you know citrus you know what citrus is Acetic is like vinegar, mm. um, and then phosphoric and malic, and so it just fries out your mouth and your palate sure. at the, end of the day. And and they don't have you do any other testing or any other anything after you do the acids because you need to go home and take the night and spend the right. but your mouth and you color. can't taste
0: anything for dinner,
1: <laughs> right? Basically, well, <laughs> like. you can. It's not very. Yeah. It's not that concentrated.
2: It just really wears it out. Like it's yeah. it's really difficult to try and keep oh. tasting different mm-hmm. things. So you can taste your dinner. It's just. I mean, you don't want to have to think that
0: hard and exercise your palate that much. Yeah, you're not grading your dinner.
1: Uh, No, no, you're
0: you're not. (laughs) So it's okay. (laughs) That's true. So Ruben, how was your experience with uh, your Q -Q grading course different than Joshua's?
1: Yeah, well, so I did mine last year in May of uh, 2021. And it was the first course they'd had in about a year and a half. Obviously, with the pandemic in 2020, it's a very, everyone's breathing and uh, smiling not sneezing. Sniffing <laughs> through their noses. <laughs> um, you could, yeah. Um, but should avoid that. I'm sneezing into the cup. I think so that would might fail you. be an
2: automatic defect. Yeah. Sneezing <laughs> you defect. You would
1: upset the table if you were to do that because you would, anyway. So, they couldn't do any in 2020 because of the pandemic. So, you know, me, I was originally supposed to do my first queue in 2020 and yeah, it got I put remember. off for more than a year right. because of that. And so, yeah, I went um, up to N- uh, Greenville, which is in North Carolina. South, South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, I'm from okay. Australia, as we all know. So sorry, I got my Carolinas mixed up. Um, but So I went to South Carolina in Greenville and um, did my Q. And It was the first one they'd done in a year and a half. So um, there was just a bunch of different safety measures in place. We had masks on the whole time and we would pull the mask down to smell the coffee and taste it and then pull them back up and pull them back down and pull them back up, pull them back down. Just keep doing that. So that was a little bit of a challenge. Um, there was different... Things we would have our own separate set of everything. I mean, everyone has their own spoon and, you know, spittoon and things like that, but we had, everything was very individualized and so nobody was sharing anything. Interesting. Um, and we had a table of people. So, you know, my group had 12 people as well. So Josh yours had... My entire class
2: was just six people. So yeah. it wasn't even that much.
1: Yeah. So actually, yeah, my table had seven. The other table had seven. So my full class had 14. Um, and so they split it, seven on each table. Um, and so, one table was the table I was on, were people who were more comfortable with with ditching the masks, at least for the cuppings. And the other table were people who wanted to keep the mask on. So, for a lot of them, we all have masks for the cupping specifically. At my table, a lot of us were like, you know, we're okay with it, so we we um, sort of ditched the mask no. for that, and it helped because the cuppings you you don't get a second try; you get one, right right, unlike all the other tests. You only get one shot at all right. four of the graded cuppings. If You, you could pass 18 of the 19, fail one cupping, and you won't get your Q. Oh, wow. So, um, you the, have to sign up for a new course.
2: The cuppings so, are easy to fail, too. It's supposed yeah. to be a hard it should thing. Be hard. It's a prestigious program. so yeah. um, There's only about 7,000… In the world.
1: In the world. Wow. …of cute licensing graders, and now Josh is once. That's right. Yeah. Yay. That's great. Um. So, that my experience was a little bit different with that. It was more people. There was a few more restrictions in place, just still with… With COVID, but um, I think I, I had a really great group. I think yeah. that one of my bigger takeaways, um, other than the sensory training from the week, was just spending a week with you know twelve to fourteen uh, individuals who are also in the coffee industry, just spending yeah, time cool. trading notes and stories and things like that. That was a really cool experience, part of yeah. the experience for me as, as well.
2: Yeah, that was really cool for me as well. I mean, it was really nice to be just in the room with everyone who's in the same industry as me and who understands exactly what I'm talking about with all, if not more, and being able to teach me and show me different things. That was really cool. Also, one of the, the best things of the Q grading process was just getting to connect with these guys and have future networking opportunities and just being able to partner with them, hopefully in the future. Like mm-hmm. one of the friends that I made was, um, is a guy from Minnesota and um, his name is Jared and he owns a, a company called Wesley James up there, which is a coffee and tea um, roaster, coffee roaster, not tea roaster, um, up there in Minneapolis. And he said he would set, send us some sample, some tea samples, the cause that's not my expertise. My expertise is coffee, but that he knows, T as well. Um,
0: Is there a Q grader type uh, qualification for T?
2: I actually asked him that question and he said he thinks so. He doesn't know what it is because his business partner is the T person. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there is, if if not something somewhat similar. One other noticeable difference I think that we had from Ruben was one of the tests was Um, different for us so I remember Reuben coming back from his queue and complaining about this one test called the roast ID which everyone failed right?
1: Yeah we did it the entire class failed it and then they did it again and I think all but two people passed it and so they looked at it and they said that that's a sign of a faulty test if nobody can pass it except for two people on the second try and so they filtered with the, uh, the grading a little bit and graded us a bit more on a curve which put majority of the people um, were able to pass it, myself included. And then a few people had to retake it a third time. Um, right. And I, luck- I came back, I told Josh that was the hardest test. And that test is, is different because you just get brewed, already completely finished cups of coffee. Um, right. So the other test, uh, in the cupping process, you get the, the whole beans, you grind them. You you pour the water into the beans. You scrape. You get rid of the crust. Like mm-hmm. you're in for the whole uh, cupping process. Yeah. This one, it was all done for you, and you just had cups of black coffee. And wow. so basically, you had a control, which was an SCA standard roast. You had a baked roast, a uh, dark mm-hmm. roast, and a light roast. Yeah, that's right. Um, so those are the f- and you just had to taste and uh, at least when I did it, like I said, since they've then they've changed the test, right?
2: It was a it lot easier, easier when I did it. Which so I'm
1: I'm glad they did that. Um for <laughs> Josh. Um and like thankfully for me, they noticed that during my queue it didn't just sort of say, All right, well, twelve of you all fail. Like Yeah, that wouldn't be so your
0: group was so bad. That um, they made it easier, so it's easier to be a q grader now,
1: no, it's still a prestigious
2: ste- uh it's still a prestigious test, It's just trying to prioritize what's important about grading
0: mm. it and uh, making I it a got better a seventy
1: five percent on that test, which w- wasn't a passing grade before they changed oh, it, okay wow. which is pretty high, yeah, I wow. think you had to get an eighty or something like that, I'll get a two
0: was, uh, yeah I <laughs> would just yeah. be guessing right, true.
1: So they changed a little things,
2: you know, it's not a perfect process, but we're all, they were always growing and learning so that our, my cue was even more efficient and better than Ruben's was. Mm -hmm. Plus it was probably a lot easier to calibrate with six people than 14 people.
1: Yeah. And we actually had the same instructor.
2: Right. We did. Thomas Thomas Amalou.
1: Amalou, who's, uh, we met up in SCA and has been on the potty. He the he's been Sorry. on the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking that. of putty, he's been on the podcast.
1: What In the pod, today?
0: Yeah. Ruben has a very special T Aussie slang of the
1: day. What is your Aussie slang of the day today, Ruben? Yes, g'day, g'day. So the Aussie slang for today is cheers, cobber. Che- cheers, cheers cobber. Spell the second word. C O double B E R. Okay. Cheers, Kaba. Cheers, Kaba. I have a t-shirt that says, Cheers, Kaba." People yes, always ask me about it. Yes. Uh, it's what? basically just like a way of saying, thanks, mate, or thanks, buddy. Cheers, Kaba. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks, pal. <laughs> thanks, yeah. man. So you say it on the end of a phone call or an interaction with somebody uh, that you don't know or a friend of yours, <laughs> say, all right,
0: cheers, Coba. Cheers, Coba. Nice. And the, bonu- and the bonus, Aussie slang word of the day is potty for podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so P-O-D-D-Y, so right. not P-O-T-T-Y. yeah. P-O-D-D-Y. That Do one not slipped. not po- uh, bathroom. That's <laughs> okay. Podcast. So mm-hmm. there you go. All right. Thanks, guys. Anything else to add? That's
2: it. It's just um, happy to be a Q grader and happy yep. to be um, supported and sent to Charleston Bye, Baba Java for
1: this, yes. Thank nice. you, Baba Java, for giving us yeah. the opportunity. And right. well done to Josh. He uh, humble. I'll uh, brag on him a little. He didn't have to do any retakes. He got every test on in one try, which is very impressive. Because I had Good to job, about buddy. three or four. Congrats. So
0: wow! Congratulations. Congrats thank to you. both of you thank guys. You, yeah, uh, your hard work paid off. Yeah, we thank you for uh, contributing so much to uh, coffee uh, culture and to education here at Baba Java Coffee and at Coffee U. So thanks for joining us today. I hope you guys have learned something about Q grading, quality grading coffee. Uh, I know I have, and we look forward to seeing you all next time on Coffee U. See ya. Thank you.